Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And uh, we just witnessed a very good night if you are UGA Hoops fan, Daniel. And we're going to talk about that because... If you're not a UGA Hoops fan, good day, sir. Good day. Good day to you. I, I don't know what you're um, doing in life, but you should change your ways. Change your ways. There's still time. Be better. Um, Daniel and I are here for a couple more episodes this week. Uh, we're going to come at you today talking about hoops. They were in action tonight. A lot of good things to discuss. Uh, we came out victorious against the what we thought couldn't get worse uniforms. They said, hold my beer. They said, do you, do you remember the shade of orange we did have? We somehow made it like a day glow version of that same color orange it was blinding to the retinas, Clint. It 100%. was damaging. Hundred percent. My uh, my actually my screen my 4K television just didn't didn't show them. It like went off the spectrum of all colors that they had available, and they were just blobs mm-hmm. where there should be players. Uh, it was gross and yeah. disgusting in all ways. Uh, but we're here to talk about that. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. If you're longtime listeners, thanks. We appreciate you because you know Daniel and I. Uh, well, we're not going to do any anything other than be fans. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're best at. We're not great at a lot of things. Lots. Um, we're, we're, some would argue we're not even great at being Georgia fans. We're, Actually, we're, a, lot, what, a lot would agree with that. There are countless people uh, who would agree we're not good at being UGA fans. Um, but it is it is what we're best at, so that's all we're claiming here. Um, we're not trying to be something we're not. This is a podcast for fans and by fans. Um, we're here to have conversations the way that fans have conversations. Talk about the stuff you want to talk about uh, in a way that's natural and just to, like two regular guys talking about it. So normally we are here f- um, five days a week. We did take yesterday off, um, but we're back today and tomorrow. Um, and we'll be back with you the following week talking about Georgia football, talking about Georgia basketball. You know if you're a Georgia fan, the basketball team uh, is exciting. You know if you're a Georgia mm-hmm. fan, the football team, the football season never ends. Ever. Uh, there is no such thing as the off season, uh, which is why we're here, and that's why you're here listening. We really do appreciate you. As Clint said, if you're a longtime listener to the show, thank you. If you are a new listener to the show, welcome. Uh, you can click that download button, that subscribe button. You can um, those things help us out a tremendous amount if you would do them for us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Dogs Podcast if you want to reach out to us on there. We'd love to interact with you, chat with you, say hi, get to know you. You can email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com as many of you do. We appreciate getting those uh, questions, ideas, um, uh, mailbag submissions. Uh, we kind of put mailbag on the shelf for the offseason, yeah. but you can always send you can always send in a question if you've got something it's you want us to talk invitation. about. It's an Anytime you want us to discuss, you let us know. That's right. Um, uh, those are ways that you can get a hold of us. We would love to interact with you. We'd love to engage with you. We'd love to make this show the kinds of the kind of show that you want it to be. Um, you know, within reason. We're not. We're no, not replacing ourselves. No. We're not. Uh, no. I will die in this chair in yeah, front of this absolutely. microphone. We before may. I, we may I have to replace to first Michael, but we will not replace ourselves. That's right. Executive producer intern Michael coming at us, coming at us this week, trying to trying to rally and vie for his job back. I'm not sure. I'm still. It's still. The committee is discussing it. <laughs> this. 
Executive it's, executive committee is in session right now. We'll let you know exa- how it comes. Just because he's the executive producer, he's not he's not no longer a part of the executive committee, which can be confusing. It but, can be. Um, can be. Uh, yeah, today, Clint, um, like as you said, you're going to talk about basketball game against Tennessee happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia won handily. Really put this game to bed early in the first half. And um, and never looked back. It never felt really out of gave reach them a, very quick. Never gave him any breathing room. I believe the game never got under 15 points in the second half. Never let him make a run. Um, stretched it out over 20 several different times. Ended up winning by more than 20 points. Great home win. Much needed for the for the the squad. Man, much needed, Daniel. We talked about how we needed one win out of the next couple in the stretch, and uh, we got the one. All right, so this is we're we're at kind of what we expected or what we hoped for. Now let's go get some gravy. Let's do a second yeah, one sorry. on here. Uh, but no, what a what a complete game. I mean, we talked about, uh, and, and maybe that's where I'll start off. We talked about last week how we're just waiting for this whole team to put it together. Was this the most complete game that we've seen from start to finish? Not yeah. a doubt, not a doubt in my mind. Uh-huh. The most complete game we've seen start to finish. It was it yep. was impressive. Like like from the onset, they came out of the gates hot. That's not been our that's not been our our forte this whole entire year. But they came out popping. Daniel Ant Man came out just fresh as fresh can be. My my word in heaven! What is what was happening? That man. What kind what kind of pregame meal were we dealing with with Anthony Edwards? That because that was that was something special. It really was. Uh, he was. I forget his overall stats from beyond the arc, but all I know is it was impressive. It was a good statistical game, popping threes, making his own shot. Not not only getting the ball um, uh, in the offense, but just taking the ball himself off the dribble and, and shooting, which is always exciting to see because that's the danger game for other teams. You know, when he just comes up the floor, and you don't know if he's just going to rise up and shoot it in your eye hole. He does, and and listen, I want to. Sometimes he lets that three go, and man, it looks like a bad shot. He was five of ten from three tonight, so it's kind of hard to argue. Guy mm-hmm. comes out and shoots shoots fifty percent from three. You're gonna let him take as many as he wants. So he does have a tendency to get a little bit heat checky and put up some bad shots um, from distance. But man, he got to the line. He shot eight free throws tonight. He made seven of them. And like, what can you say about this kid? Uh, like I said, he shoots five of ten from three. He scores twenty six points. He has six rebounds. He has three assists. Um, he plays thirty two minutes of the game, and just a really good defensive effort from yeah. him. I thought tonight, um, just an all around complete game. We held Tennessee to sixty three points, which Tennessee is not a prolific scoring team. You go back and look at their point totals; they don't they don't average much more than sixty three points a game. But we have not historically been a great defensive mm. team. So for us to hold them to that number, which is right about their, you know, right around their, their season average and not do worse than that, um, I thought that was a good sign even for uh, for this team tonight. So all around, like you said, great performance by the team. Also, if you're a UGA fan watching these games, don't start a drinking game with the announcer pontificating if he will go number one or not in this draft and compared to who because you're going to lose that drinking game it is it's just every every especially when there's a crew that comes in town that hasn't covered a a fresh crew yep because they just gotta they just gotta go they gotta keep going 
keep going. They got to get their talking points in. Um, you know, everybody. I guess there's Tennessee fans watching this game that have never seen Anthony Edwards play before. But sure. it's just it's you running. It, people people have seen this kid. People know this kid. It's we playing. know where he's we going. Can, we can talk about some other things. Um, hey, we got a couple more things to talk about on the basketball. Uh, and here's my here's so my other question. Let's talk you. about those other things. Here's my right, question to it. you, Daniel. We ask me a question. Clint. We have notoriously been uh, a a has has Terry Crump been a favorite of ours or been a poster child for what we hate about this team? Uh, the latter. Yeah. Um, finish this sentence. Okay. Tyree Crump is now blank. My least favorite player in Georgia basketball history. <laughs> that is that, that is absolutely fair. I don't and listen, the long-time listeners of the pod will note I I've, I've been a long, I've been a basketball fan. I've been a Georgia basketball fan for a long time and I lived through some dark times, okay? Mm. Like I I've, I've lived through the dark days of this team. I've lived through the Dennis Felton era. Um, I've seen a lot of bad players come through here. And I'm not saying he's the least talented player, mm-hmm. but he may be my least favorite player. Um, I don't know, Clint. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. He played 15 more minutes tonight, and he was one of six from the field, <sighs> one of five from three-point land, and he managed to get one rebound and one assist in 15 minutes. So then, so the I couldn't agree more. My how I finish that statement is he's just a nuisance to me. Tiger Crump is now a nuisance, and and my question is I'm confused. Uh, it your Kerbanese is pretty dead on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want you to try to do your Kerbanese. Okay. Cre- Kerbanese. Kerbanese. Cre- not, not creatine. I'm not asking you to make a shake before you go work out. Okay, um, that's great because I'm not planning on working out. <laughs> so if I made the shake, I would just get fat. So I would, to, I would just get bloated. Just water retention I'm would go trying higher. Trying to balloon up, yeah. Uh, if you could, if you could speak Tom for me, get inside his head and tell me why? Why even 15 minutes? Because we're out of guards. We're out of guards to play. That's okay. the that's the that's the fact of the matter. Um, the big guys cannot play. We played nine players in tonight's game, and that mm-hmm. to me might tell you something. Okay, there was um, we did not play either one of the big guys tonight. We did not play um, Peak, and we did not play what's his face. What is his face? God, I forgot his name just now all of a sudden. I'm staring at the stat sheet, but he's not on it because he did not play. Because no minutes um, were logged. Yeah, uh, the other big guy, who the other freshman big guy whose name eludes me at this moment. Um, I don't know why 15 minutes. Ty Fagan is the only guy on the squad that had less minutes. The only guy that uh-huh. played that had less minutes than him. So that's at least something. But Ty Fagan should have had more minutes than him. He should have. Because he Ty Fagan's... Po- Ty Fagan's a better basketball player than him. It's not that he played better than him tonight. It's that he's better at playing basketball Period. than him. He does better things for the team. 
this team gets a lot of transition opportunities. Guess who the other team never guards in transition? <laughs> Tyree Crump. Guess who's always open for a wide open transition three? Tyree mm-hmm. Crump. Guess who hits one out of five of them? Tyree Crump. That's not – at least Ty Fagan's not going to shoot that shot. Right. Which will, will result in us having an opportunity to score on that possession. So that by that alone – Ty Fagan could have offered our team four more possessions tonight than that weren't just instant turnovers by missed threes. So, yeah, but the reason that he's playing at all, and I get, uh, is we're playing these small lineups because the big guys aren't ready to play. And yeah. Tyree Crump is an above-average ball handler. He's an adequate you know, uh, player in that regard. And so you've got Gresham, Edwards, Severe Wheeler, who we'll get to in a second, and then Crump and Fagan, those are your guys that you feel comfortable, at least in somewhat of a ball-handling role. And so, you, I mean, Crump, Crean just feels like he needs him on the floor. But I'm, yeah. I was happy he did not get the start, and I was happy that his minutes were limited tonight. Um, absolutely. Uh, with the news coming out, uh, well, not news, because there is no news, which is a little concerning, but you mentioned Wheeler. Uh, near the end of the game there, uh, he went down lame. Uh, left knee, uh, I think it was. Uh, Seemed to be – well, I did read – I did read um, – we're recording this on Wednesday night, by the way. Game just ended. Almost, almost immediately after the game. I did read uh, – I believe it was Anthony Dasher reporting on Twitter that um, Tom Crean said – not a lot of information here, but Tom Crean said it was an ankle – injury for severe wheeler that he is beginning rehab tonight and is day-to-day that is what i read so that does not inspire a tremendous amount of confidence in me huh well shoot i would have loved to have heard the term yeah he's gonna go home he's gonna rest tonight we'll check him out tomorrow that would have that would have been like nah, it's no big deal he's gonna he's gonna go get elevated go get a couple ibuprofen uh but the fact that he's already day-to-day and already starting rehab is not we're not here just we're not in the business of speculating on injuries but yeah when you when you feel when you feel the need to go ahead and use the term day to day immediately after an injury that just makes me think it's going to be a, at least a few of those days and in a few of those days we have another game oh and that means guess who's back in the starting lineup hey <laughs> old old huck it up mcgee over here oh, yep oh jeez uh, so that's not ideal. No. Not ideal. I thought Severe Wheeler played much better tonight. We we noted that he had had a really rough couple games against Man, Kentucky and Auburn. Uh, and so thought he played much better tonight. Uh, hopefully the injury is nothing serious and he will be back You know what I like? Uh, relatively shortly. I like what's happening so far this year, Daniel. And maybe this is uh, – maybe you could speak into this. The Steg is getting a little bit of a uh, – a little bit of a feel to it. That it feels empowering to be at home for these Georgia Bulldogs, and they feel it feels like they play up uh, when when the stag is packed out and it's it's rocking like it was again tonight. And I don't know what it was if that's been the case before, but kudos to you, Georgia fan, if you were in the stag tonight. Um, it's my, it's my favorite thing about Tom Crean and about this team in particular. Is I've been I've just been waiting for for sold out. Stegman Coliseums for uh, a long, long time, and it feels great to feel like we have a home court advantage 
Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, we have a legitimate home court advantage, and this is a very young team, and so more so than most teams, when you got a young team, a, home, a significant home court advantage, it matters. It matters Bring even more. That energy. It, yeah, it matters even more so than it normally would, and so yeah, I'm all for it. I I love the energy that's at home. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to win. Winning that Memphis game on the road, big deal. We're gonna have to win a few more road games as we move uh, into conference play. Maybe we can get one on Saturday at Mississippi State, who seems to be a really up-and-down team. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully we catch them on a down, one of those down days. But I don't know. Something about that Mississippi State team makes me really nervous. I don't I don't like it at all. But, uh, yeah, the home having a home court advantage, having an atmosphere like that, uh, is huge, it's especially exciting. for this young team. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple more questions to talk about uh, this game, and we're going to preview the Mississippi State game uh, probably tomorrow. We'll probably give you a little, little rundown right before the weekend, uh, but we're going to yeah. wrap up this game right after this. Uh, Daniel, there are a few other notable things that happened. Um, you're on okay. record. Let's talk about them. Talking about Mr. Hammonds being very mm-hmm. crucial for this team. Uh, mm-hmm. so I have a simple question for you. He's played. Uh, well, what what word would you use to to talk about his play the last couple of games? How would you describe his play? The last couple of games, including this one, including I would describe tonight. his play as as uh, well. I was going to use the word roller coaster, <laughs> but then I I think I'm going to settle on the word normal. Yeah, because that's what his entire career has been—just been up and down, hot and cold, uh, good and bad. You know, some nights you feel like you get the first-round NBA draft pick ratio on Hammonds, and some mm-hmm. nights you feel like you get the couldn't start for a JV team ratio on Hammonds. And um, it was the first one of those tonight, though, Clint. He was it ever uh, when he's when he's good. He's the most important player on this team, and it's and it's not even close. He, more so than Anthony Edwards, is a matchup nightmare. Uh, he gets other teams out of position. He can be a dominant rebounder. And, I mean, he got in early foul trouble tonight. He played 25 minutes, mm-hmm. and he scored 21 points in 25 minutes. That is insanity he was seven of ten from the field including a perfect three of three from the three-point line just to clarify he is a six eight maybe six nine forward tyree crump came into georgia build as the best shooter that we had recruited yes, in in a decade rayshon hammers was three of three from the three-point line tonight and tyree crump was his typical one of five that's that's um, that's Rayshon Hammonds when he's playing like this is an absolute force uh, for the University of Georgia, and when he's playing like this, we are a tournament team. Mm, that see, that's that's a better question. I had a question for you, but that's the best way to go, and maybe we should riff off that a second. I was going to ask you: Has he elevated this team or kept this team afloat as the youngsters kind of get around? Um, but Daniel, if he if he's able to keep this going, uh, not only are we a tournament team, 
But all of a sudden, you've said this before, and I'll echo it. Tonight showed everybody, we're a team that nobody wants to see in their bracket all of a sudden. If, if Hammonds mm-hmm. plays like this, all of a sudden, they go, oh, no. Ant-Man's got a full season. He's in the tourney. Sure, he might have a couple minutes, but, but Rayshon's going to keep him going for that time. Now they can't pick us apart. They have to spread the floor a little bit. And now, all of a sudden, we're the oh-no game. Yeah. Well, and it's we said it's he's the most important player on this team, and it's for that reason. It's that he's not. It's because he's the wild card. He's the most important because he's the most up and down in yeah. a sense, because you have no idea what you're going to get from him. And when he's good, this team is very good because he is freeing up others. He's getting rebounds and preventing second chance opportunities. He's leading the fast break. He's hitting open shots. Um, he's getting fouled. He's getting to the line. And when he's not good, he he's playing really poor defense. He's not getting rebounds. He's being lackluster. He's sucking the energy out of the building. And we can't beat anybody when, he, when, he's, when he's playing like that. Um, you know, Anthony Edwards is going to he, – he's going to give you what he's going to give you. We, you know, he went to Auburn and he played a really terrible game. Man. But but for the most part, he's going to give you what he's going to give you. He's not always going to have a night like tonight. But he was, he's always going to give you 15, 17, 19 points. Um, as long as he doesn't shoot a terrible percentage, you know, you're he's going to get. But Ray Sean Hammonds has got to. He gets the second most shots on this team. You know, like he he's the other guy that scores the ball. Yes. We only had two figures in double. We only had two players in double figures tonight. And we scored 80 points. That's that should tell you everything that you need to know about how important Rayshon Hammonds is to this team. Because Tumani Kamara and Donnell Gresham and Severe Wheeler and Christian Brown and Jordan Harris, all of them are capable of getting double-figure points. But none of them are a player you can rely on to score mm-hmm. in double figures. Those are eight, six, eight, seven, nine-point scores. That's what those guys are probably going to give you. Um, you need Rayshon Hammonds to pour in a solid 15 to go with Anthony Edwards. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I just I hope he keeps stirring the drink because he is he's a straw and he's stirring it. Uh, he catches. Watch out! We're a dangerous team and we're a lot of fun. And and that's what I want to come back to. I guess where I want to end. This team has always been fun. Well, except last game that was not fun in any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Uh, but it's awesome to see the excitement now match with a complete game. Uh, and I only I only can feel, Daniel, that they can only disappoint me from here. Now that I've seen a complete game, all they can there do is go. disappoint me. There's the Georgia fan, and there's the Georgia fan I know and love. I found let's, it. Let's go there. <laughs> let's. There's just there's nothing, but but let down from here. That's the road we've uh, chosen. Look, the, the, the reality of this team is you look at we're 11-5, and five, okay? We're 1-2 and two in conference play, but I'm just going to go through our losses here. We are 11-5. and five. We have lost to Dayton, a very, very good top 25 team. 100%. We lost to Michigan State, a possible Final Four team. We've lost 
badly on the road to Arizona State. That is by far our worst loss of the season. Um, but but Arizona State is ten and six. Well, you know they're not like they're not. Arizona State is not having the worst season in basketball history, but we lost by 20 points, but it was on the road. We lost to Kentucky, mm-hmm. and we lost at Auburn, um, who uh, was the top five team at the time. Uh, we have wins over Memphis. We have wins over Tennessee, who was a, a, a BPI, which we talked about before, BPI, another top 50 win. Another resume-building win. As long as Tennessee continues on the trajectory that we're doing, we have win. We have a win over SMU, which is a quality win. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a win over Georgia Tech, which is honestly it's not a terrible win. Georgia Tech is having a decent little season. Um, we have not done anything to show that we don't belong yet. I keep wait. You know, you feel like you kind of hold your breath and you keep waiting. I think this Mississippi State on the road this weekend and then Kentucky on the road back to back road games if there's a if there's any way if we win one of those road games i think you have to look at this team as being legit and then you get old miss which is a good team at home you go at missouri you get texas a&m at home in a must win game and so those are three games that you could really go 2 and 1 or 3 and 0 oh, and then we're we're well into conference play with this team still sitting on single-digit losses and all, you know getting getting up there close to 20 wins already. It's this this team has got this team has got ability and potential. Just a matter of whether or not they can put it together and finish. We got the juice. Just go execute. All right. That's we we, we got the juice. We got the power. Uh, Daniel and I are going to be back tomorrow, and we're going to talk some football news. And by news, I should put heavy air quotes because rumored news. Daniel and I, I well, heavy air. heavy air quotes. I'm going to go off the rails a little bit on the rumor meal, and I'm just going to I'm just going to have some fun. It's a it's a lot. Buckle up. <laughs> Buckle. The tinfoil hat is coming no. out, guys. <laughs> no, the tinfoil hat is 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 way way back. It's in last year's uh, pontificating uh, robes uh, on the predicting robes. It's way back there. Uh, but come back, check uh, us out, uh, give us a follow, like us, um, give us a rating, download. We appreciate all that. We'll be back tomorrow with that episode. See you.